hold on. Hold on. And that's something that we need to do. Amen. Is to hold on. Why? Because Jesus is coming. Amen. And I thank God today uh, for many things. But our God is a God who sits high and he looks low. He resides in a place called heaven. And the angels encamp and fly around his throne singing holy, holy, holy. That's the kind of God we serve, a holy God. And I thank God for his son Jesus on today. And we're in the time of year where we celebrate his birth. And I can't say with surety that the 25th of December is when he was born, but I do know that Jesus was born. Amen. And because he was born, and because wise men came to seek him out, to give gifts unto him, to bless his name, we can bless his birth. Amen. Yes. And I thank the Lord for the Spirit of God on today. Amen. For where would we be without his Spirit? I can tell you, we'd be lost. Without his spirit, we'd be lost. And I thank the Lord for his spirit, for his spirit is what comes into our human spirit and washes us, washes our sins away, that we would be able to have a relationship with God the Father again. Amen? Um, if you would make your way over to the book of Matthew, I'm so happy today. Because I have my sister here, I thank the Lord for uh, her blessing us with her presence today. Amen. She didn't have to, but she wanted to. Amen. Thank you, God. I thank God for a little time. I thank the Lord for my daughter, Amen. Uh, who's here today. Amen. Good to see her face in the house of God. Amen. Amen. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just happy to see my baby. Amen. I thank God for my handsome son. Thank God for my co-labor in the gospel, Pastor Perry. Thank the Lord for every saint today. I thank the Lord for those who have not shown up today and for those who are away on vacation during this holiday season. I bless the name of the Lord today. Amen. Matthew chapter 1. Um, I want to talk to you about a subject today. Jesus is, Jesus was willing. Amen. And I want you to look to your left and to your right, to your neighbor, and just tell them Jesus was willing. Jesus was willing. Jesus, Jesus was willing. I begin to question, have this question in my mind. But why was he willing? 
And I began to ponder on the thought as to why was Jesus willing to leave heaven and to come here. And I began to think about that. And as we look in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18, let's read some scriptures. And hopefully um, we will discover an answer to that question. Amen. Um, let's read this together in 1 and 18 if we're all there. I know you might have different versions, but that's okay. Read along. Um, verse 18 reads, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with the child of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, if you don't mind going over to chapter 2, we're going to read verse 1 and 2 together also. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Jesus was willing. He was willing to come. And we see that the scripture says that uh, uh, by the Spirit of God, the Spirit that came over, uh, he, uh, that Mary was found with child by the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. Amen? And we see that Jesus. God's only begotten son was born in uh, uh, Jerusalem, amen? And that people sought him out to worship him. But I kept looking at this question. Why was Jesus willing? And I looked at his birth and how he came into the world. And I began to, to think about how all things had to transpire. And it made me think about the place called heaven. Let's go to 1 Corinthians in chapter 15. And when I began to think about where he was, I began to think about heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And we're going to look at a couple of verses here uh, in verses 52 and 53. Amen? Amen? I began to think about heaven, and as I thought about heaven, this scripture came to my mind. You know, we should think about heaven. Amen. Why? Because it's the place where we want to what? We want to be there. Amen? So, Scripture says here in 1 Corinthians in 52 and 53, it says, In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and 
the dead shall be raised, what? Incorruptible. And we shall be, what? Changed. Now look at verse 53. It says, for this corruptible must put on, what? Incorruption. And this mortal must put on, what? Immortality. So we're dealing with two things. And these things are going to happen uh, very quickly. And they're going to happen very quickly by the Spirit of God. Amen? It says in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye. Wow. That's not a time, enough time to get right. <laughs> you must first be right before the trumpet sounds. That's right. Because you won't have a chance after it sounds. Amen? And these things it says, corruptible. Anything corruptible has an expiration date. It will not last. Corruptible. Things that are made or born, anything that comes into the world will eventually what? Die. Or fade away. Nothing in this world lasts what? Forever. So it says corruptible must do what? Put on incorruptible, meaning to have no expiration date. And it's talking about these bodies of ours. How these bodies of ours has to be changed from a corruptible state to an incorruptible state. Why? I think about what happened in the garden when uh, Adam sinned. Before Adam sinned, he had an incorruptible body. He was made to last forever. But when sin came in, entered into the world, it caused his state, his spirit, to die. Now God could have left the world in a dead state. Think about it. If Jesus had not come, it says on the, on the, his birth was on this wise. If he had not have come, he would what? This world would still be in a state of sin. And there would be no hope and no access to the God who created man. If that was the case, he could have left them in the garden and let them eat of the tree of life and they would remain in that condition forever. But we don't have that kind of God. I thank God for that. He sent his son Jesus to that we might have an opportunity to go from something corruptible to something incorruptible. It also talks about something mortal. Amen? Yes. To what? Immortality. Immortality. Mortal means when you're born, your clock starts ticking. Mm -hmm. right. It's ticking its way to your death. Mortality. Immortality 
is a state where you are immortal, which means that you cannot die. You live for all eternity. These things that uh, Corinthians talk about, Paul talks about here, is two different states of mankind. A corruptible man or, or mortal man to an incorruptible man or a man that has immortality. Let's go over to 2 Corinthians. Keep this in the back of your mind that Jesus was willing. 2 Corinthians in chapter 5. Amen. Amen. And it says here in verse 1, it says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were, what, dissolved, we have a building of God and house not made with hands, eternal where? In the heaven. So here he's talking about an earthly body, an earthly house. Still, this vessel, an earthly vessel. But he says at some point, those who have believed on Jesus Christ, the one who came into this world, can go from this earthly house to a building made by who? God himself. To reside in a place not on earth, but where? In heaven. And my question was, why did Jesus come to this place? And we see here that all of these things that, that the, the scriptures that we're reading today is talking about us changing from this place to the place where Jesus came from. Mm -hmm. Changing our bodies from an earthly body to a body that is a, a building that's built by the hand of God himself. Yeah. These bodies have to be changed in order to make it into that city. Yeah. We cannot go in the body that we have. We need a new body. Amen. We need the kind of body that God started with in the garden. A celestial body. Yes. Let's go to another scripture. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians. Amen. Amen. Let's go to chapter 15 again. And let's go to verse number 40. It says in verse 40, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says there also are what? Celestial, Celestial bodies and bodies, bodies what? Terrestrial. Terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one or one type, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. Terrestrial means the things that are of the earth. Celestial is just the things that are in the heavens. So you have an earthly body and a heavenly body. 
The body that is required to be in heaven is not a terrestrial body. Guess what body we have right now? A terrestrial body. And what are we waiting for? We're waiting for that trumpet to sound that these terrestrial bodies would be changed to a celestial body. That we could make it into the city of God in heaven and be with him throughout all eternity. And I still think about why did Jesus want to come? Why was he willing to come? Because he was in a place where God resided. He was with God himself. How do I know that? In Acts, let's go there, Acts chapter 7, we have an eyewitness, and I want you to know this for yourself. Before I go to another scripture, we have an eyewitness that saw into heaven. Acts chapter 7. And go to the down to the end around verse number 55. And this man called Stephen. He was one of the first disciples. And this was one of a, a, a sermon that he preached. And as far as record we know, this was his first sermon. And he preached it so to the Pharisees and the Sadducees that they got highly upset with him. They wanted to bite him and gnash on him with their teeth. And this is where we pick up. It says here about this man, Stephen. But he, being Stephen, in verse 55, follow along with me, being what? Full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly where? Into heaven. Into heaven and saw the glory of God, the glory of God, and who? Jesus, Jesus standing on the right hand of God. All right now. An eyewitness that sees into heaven how we have God in his glory on the throne and who? Jesus standing next to him. In this next verse, it says, and he's and said, Behold, I see. He's telling the Pharisees this. The heavens open up, and the Son of Man, Jesus, on the right hand of who? God. God. This is the place where we want to be. Amen? Amen? Make your way over the book of Revelation. I told my wife, I said, if I start at 10 o'clock today, uh, just stop me by 1230. Because <laughs> I don't want to be too long. But we're not going to dare go that far. Amen? Amen? The book of Revelation. My question is still in my mind. Jesus was willing, but my question is why? Let's go over to Revelation 21. And I want to read something to you. Amen? Amen. And in Revelation 21 and verse 4, I think we can read this together. Amen. And hopefully you, you love it as much as I do. Amen? And verse 4 reads, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, 
For the former things are passed away. If you have his spirit and you have believed on Jesus Christ as the son of God, the Bible says when the time comes, that trumpet sound, you will make it to a place. And this place that you will make it to is heaven. And that city is very different than the city that you live in. The city in where you live in has pain. The city in where you live has sorrow. Yes. The places on this earth, there are things going on in this earth. You have people who, who, uh, 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 whose lives are taken by gunfire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have sorrow. You have people who are against you in this world. All right. Mm -hmm. You have people who try their best to lie on you. You have drama in the earth. But there is a city, if you can hold on until the end, if you make it to that city, there will be no, I call it the land of no more. No more tears. No more heartache. No more pain. No more sickness. No more disease. Everything in that city is perfect. So I asked myself when I thought about when Jesus was willing to come, why was he willing to leave a place where he had all of his glory, all of his deity? He sat at the right hand of God. We're trying to make it to the city. Now, let me ask you this question in your mind. If you make it to that city, the land of no more pain, no more suffering, Woo! would you want to come back here? Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 You mean there's nothing I can do to convince you to leave and come back here? No, not unless the Father tells me to come back. Well, I can say, I can say that I would not want to come back to this place. I wouldn't come back. But if the Father tells you, think about it. Think about it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't come back either. You have a new body. This body lives forever. But we have a God. All right. Say that now. We did. For God so what? Love the world that he gave his only that he gave his only son. Let's go to John chapter 3. Listen. Listen. We serve a God that loves us so much that he will he does not want to leave us in this condition of sin and he gives us a way out through his son Jesus Christ it says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him 
should not perish but have everlasting life. God did it. He gave his son. Hallelujah. Why? Because he loved you so that he did not want to leave you in that state. So he sent his son. <laughs> and not only that, and no, I would not. Not only that, Jesus had to be willing to go. He had to be willing to give up everything that he had in heaven and come to this earth as a man. Yeah. To have a body that would perish. Mm -hmm. It was done quickly by the Spirit. The Spirit came in and changed him into that human seed that went into Mary. Why? Because he loved you so that he did not want to leave you in a fallen state. We needed a sacrifice. And bulls and rams and goats, it was not going to cut it. But we needed a holy sacrifice that would take away the sins of the world forever. Dying once on the cross. Not only God loved the world, but I declare that Jesus Christ loved you just as much. Yes, It says in 17, it says here, for God sent not his son into the world to what? Condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I want you to know he sent his only begotten son for just a chance that somebody would believe in him. Mm-hmm. Jesus decided that he would be willing to go just at the chance that you would believe in him. It says that the world through him might be saved. Verse 18, it says, he that believed believed on him is what? Not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Amen. Jesus was willing. And he was willing because he loved you so much that he was willing to give up everything to come here as a man and be tempted at all points and yet not sin. 
And when he went through that cross and died on that cross, it was more than just his death, but it was also his resurrection. He is the firstborn of the dead. He received the body. God restored him, as Matthew 28 says, and he has now all power in his hands in heaven and in earth. Why did he come? Because he loved you. So. Because he loved us so, the least that we can do is believe in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, there is power. In the name of Jesus, there is healing. In the name of Jesus, there is salvation. In the name of Jesus, we have the ability to get up day by day. Because every day is a closer day to his coming. In the name of Jesus, there is peace. Not the kind of peace that you find in the world. But the kind of peace that surpasses all understanding, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow, There's no greater name. I'm glad he was willing. After we see all the benefits from being in heaven. Going to heaven. It sheds a new light on his coming. Because we wouldn't want to get up all of that to come back to this place. For people who were against him, he came anyway. Things going. 
whatever the need. that you may have. He has the power to meet that need.
Now let's give Lord, the Lord God a great hand praise for what he has Yes. Yeah. 
Father, let the church say amen.